and say something. Dre, I'm your host, Fresh Maker, but today we have a special guest host. The one and only Chef Kenny James is here to help us introduce a new segment here on the Mentor Podcast. Check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, just to help us introduce a new segment on the Mentor Podcast. Check it out. Seen it pop up. Looking fresh, looking fresh. I don't know. It was off You was looking sharp though. You was yeah, looking sharp yeah. though. You was looking sharp, but <laughs> We try to do it big right now, you know. We trying to we trying to play all kinds of stuff, but uh, okay. Now I see it. Y- y'all see it? I see it, but it's not playing though. Huh? All right, no, all right. Keep going. Keep going. Let's, let's do a check in, man. How's how's you guys' week going? Well, hold on. What's I don't know if the video is playing. It's not playing right now, so I'm just gonna keep it rolling. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, like let's. We'll, we'll, we'll figure we can, it out. We can come yeah, back to it. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back to it. Before before a million people leave about the room, let's get the call. <laughs> uh, <anyway. laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what we tried to introduce to you right there was a new segment that we're bringing to the Mentor Podcast, which is called The Bridge. And basically what that is, is showcasing um, entrepreneurs and professionals in yes. other areas besides athletics and entertainment so we can provide a bridge for our youth to figure out other ways where they can earn a great income while following their passion. And our first, our very first person to go ahead and indulge us and bring us across the bridge today, of course, is our main man, Chef Kenny James in the building. Thank you so much for joining us, brother. We really, really do appreciate you. My pleasure, it's my pleasure, man. I appreciate it, I appreciate you. And we're glad to have you here, man. Uh, yes, sir. Really, man, before we get started, we like to kind of loosen everything up, you know, and figure out how everybody's week was. I know you've been traveling back and forth, and as you should be, celebrity chef and all. Um, how was your week, brother? Uh, my week was actually good. It was good. Um, I'm just preparing with the guys, trying to get them ready for whatever the future may hold for them, um, if that's going to Florida or not. 
whatever the case may be, we just always staying ready, always staying on time. You know, you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Like my man Will Walker always say, so we're good to go. That's all we doing this week. So what's crazy is, is we know the who, we know the thems and all that, but nobody knows what the thems is. So you're going to have to, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> oh, okay. well, well, share a little bit. Thems in particular is um, I'm up here in Portland with the Portland Trailblazers. And ah. Lance, um, Dame Lillard, uh, Rodney Hood, DJ McCollum, just to name a few. Uh, so we just trying to stay ready for the season. Uh, we pretty much might have potential of going to Florida, Orlando, and Pacific to really try and play out and see if we can take a run at this championship. And uh, I think we got it. So I'm not really That's concerned. We can't control. We just focus on what we can't control. Uh, diet, working out, and trying to stay in the best shape we can. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Well, I, I was saying earlier how uh, – oh, look, look. <laughs> You know what it is, ghost dad. All day. I was saying earlier, uh, uh, if y'all didn't get a chance to listen, I, I heard the song of Dame Dillard. Uh, uh, Dame, yeah, my man, Dame, Dame, Dillard, got Dame, bars, Dame got super bars from the Bay, but I heard the song and he he he, he featured his chef, young chef, on there talking about, yeah. yeah, 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 that was dope. I was a fan. My, uh, my childhood nickname. Is- and it's wild because that was the real salute. You know what I mean? It's one thing to be in a song, but it's another thing for somebody to use my name that that go back to Brookfield. You know, like yeah. a lot of people uh, have questions about whose family and who isn't and, and who's mm. not. So for me to have uh, a situation where my name ends up and it's just us talking like we would be talking through tents, that's really the, the biggest that's accent. So. Brookfield Village in the house, huh? Yes, sir. That's excellent, man. That's excellent. And you were uh, you were explaining to us uh, a little bit earlier that uh, there's a reason um, for him to make sure that he mentions you and uh, everybody makes sure that they they keep everybody's businesses circulated. What 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 what, what was that? Yeah, man. It's really just uh, we we inspired by a lot of uh, the changes that are going on in the current climate, and we want to make sure that everybody understands that we have home team. And it's just a home team with us. We have a good environment where we have music. We got me in the culinary world, my cousin in the athletic world. We have so many different aspects of, of uh, companies and uh, diversity. We're breaking off into several different businesses that I really can't even get into right now. But it's so many different ventures that are circulated through us directly because we have a large family base. And we just can't wait to show everyone. And if you connect with everyone inside your home team, who's really closest to you, you can circulate the bag what's inside each other and also elevate everyone in your neighborhood and in your city, you know, and branch out to the country. Hey, Chef, uh, when you were talking, it was kind of low. Is is there any way you can turn your volume up a little bit? Uh, I could turn my volume up where I can get closer or something. Yeah, that's cool. I can can hear you a lot better now. Yeah. All right. Quick question, Chef. Uh, what, what what got you into the business? Uh, honestly, uh, I've been cooking uh, ever since I was a kid. But going back to that song, uh, year three, he was feeling good. Things started changing up for him. And he got into a space where he needed to hire a chef. And just like he said, he came home right after the practice facility. And uh, he was walking upstairs. And he said, hey, uh, they said I need to hire a chef. So what's up? And literally, that was it. There was no interview process. There was no uh, going through the motions. It was just an immediate call to arms. 
So I had to go from inexperienced to fully versed in what the, the team needed from me, what the organization uh, was asking from their players when it come to health codes and things like that. And I was just ready to take on the challenge. And here we are, you know, five, six years later, and I'm just here. What about uh, I've got another question for you? What uh, I mean, so knowing you from the Bay, yeah. How do you feel when people like other men look at you and ask like, you know, what do you do? I'm a chef. You know what I mean? Is that do you feel like that that challenges your masculinity or any, any type of way or? Not at all. Not at all. Especially, ironically, being from the town, you gotta kind of have a certain versatility about yourself. You gotta kind of have layers. You always want to have one or two things that a person doesn't know about you. So. Okay. Being a chef can get me into a lot of doors that other people can't get into. You know, like uh, people love to break bread over a meal. So if anything, I'm going to uh, get your guard down just by serving you something nice to eat. Then after that, everything's cool and casual, and I get all the information I need, and then I go back into the ism that is Oakland. You know what I mean? Yeah. No matter what you do. So we're going to cook, we're going to do laundry, we're going to do hair, we're going to do whatever we're going to do, but it's, it's, it's no no deficit at all. It's always a, a, a accolade for yourself. It's always an attribute. I feel it. So you so you say you and your cousin are real close. So yeah. back, going back to what you said, you said there was no interview process. Were you, were you guys hanging tough already? Like during that process, you were being picked up when you yeah. wanted a chef? Or was it just like, yo, man, you got, you know, you and you in culinary art school. What's up, man? Like, you ready or what? How, how was it? Like, yeah, see, the, the best thing about it was, was that, that comes back to the home team environment. When I moved up here, uh, I didn't necessarily need my cousin to carry me in any way. I just okay. needed to put me in position. And once he found the position, he put me right into it. So that's what I mean by there's no interview process. It's once your lane opens up for you, which was around year three where a chef was necessary, that's when it was time to put me on. So my interview process is really throughout life. Can you stay down? Can you hold a regular job? Can you do things that show the people in your family that you can carry responsibilities that are outside the normal world? So no matter what I ask you to do, you can accomplish it. So what's the direct interview process? That the job of life I had been interviewing for the entire time. So I knew no matter what he asked me to do, I was there to do it. That's crazy you said it. I was just talking to a young, uh, young dude earlier and I was telling him how your talent is only worth uh, uh, a service you can wrap it around, you know. What I mean, talent by itself is talent, but you gotta, you know, provide that service. So that's dope. Um, definitely, uh, uh, cooking is dope. Um, and what got you started in the cooking? Did we talk about that? No, that Oh well, really. <laughs> what got me started in cooking was I was watching my grandmother, and we got a big family. And, you know, five or 10 people would just walk into the house and I would just see her kind of shake her head and walk straight to the kitchen and do a little this, a little of that. And then I'm like, hungry. Hey, yeah, like, and I always- <laughs> I already do. Like, That's the hungry man right there, in case you ain't know. <laughs> For real, she made it like, like she made so many different dishes. And I just think that honestly, you get certain gifts and my gift is my palate. I can taste ingredients. I can taste certain. Mm. So when it wasn't as when it wasn't as likely to uh, take a kid into the kitchen, I would just kind of find my way in there. Mm -hmm. So I found my way and tasted certain things and did certain things and showed an affinity for it. 
she started asking me to put a little bit of stuff in the pot, asking me to do certain things. And my mom started doing that. Then I ended up in culinary school. So I've always been cooking. It's just something that I guess came natural. Isn't that dope, though? Isn't that a blessing how you didn't get kicked out the kitchen? You got uh, supported by your family? Oh, you... Okay, now, now it took a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, had to, you had to elbow your way in there. Yeah, yeah. It took, now, it took a long time, including the fact that we have a, a barbecue sauce recipe that is so secret amongst our family that only one individual in every generation can have it. So my mom was the last person to have it in her generation, so no one else could have it, period. Mm-hmm. So uh, is, it, is it coming to you? Oh, uh, it's that's what I'm telling you. It took me 30 years to get it. Oh, you got it now. So this is you carry. That's, ooh, that's a gym. A gym being passed down. Yeah. Own business, get a set of clients. I had to go through so much stuff and beg her and go, can I please get this recipe? Right, so right, right. Me, uh, she ended up giving it to me a couple years ago, and I'm, I'm the only person with it in this generation. I can't give it up no matter what you pay me, no matter what uh, what it is, I, I'm done. So until I decide what that person is or what the next chef is in the next generation, they'll, they'll get the recipe from me. That's dope. And that's special, man. That's real yeah. special. That's real special, man. My fault, Dre. Um, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. We, uh, anybody in the, in the comment section, we want to make sure that we like uh, and share uh, the podcast uh, today. Like I said, it's, it's very important. We're talking about the bridge, basically trying to introduce our youth to different ways of being able to make an income, make a living without aspiring constantly to athletics and entertainment. It's extremely important that we become accustomed to finding new and passionate ways that we can, you know, make a living and take care of a family. And Chef Kenny James is uh, doing an amazing job at that. So just want to make sure that we like and share uh, the podcast so everybody can come in and soak up some of this game because we got plenty of it to go around. Uh, Dre, my bad. Go ahead, brother. No. Hold on. I got a question. Hold on. Got a question. Damn, damn all that real quick. Let's ask the question fresh. I'm surprised fresh ain't asking yet. All right, Kenny, how sexy is that chef in though? You know what I'm saying? Like when you when do you pull it out? When do you pull it out? You know what I mean? When you got your little, your little I don't know what your situation is. I don't know if you made it got a significant other or whatever, but Stefan is the same way, uh it's like you don't ask Chris Brown to sing and dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so with all due respect, regardless of my situation. I would never use cooking as a method to obtain anything. I'm right, good. right. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying use it. I'm saying when do you pull it out, though? Like that, that's what I'm saying is that the only you, you know this you don't you know this is no freestyle. Don't freestyle. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that I, right now I got clients, and the only way I pull this out is when the assassin is called. Uh, Listen, okay. somebody in the comments said, whenever a woman is hungry, that's what happens. <laughs> and, and that may be true for most people who don't have an occupation to do this or don't have mm. to do Speak this. about it! There are certain people who are just aiming to shoot. And me, I'm going to shoot once and I'm going to shoot right. Mm. So if you want to listen to shot, if you want to listen to what's happening over here, then you'll be on that and you'll know what's going on. So that's what I mean by if it's friends, if it's family, you already included, you already know what it is. Mm-hmm. But the the pulling it out and all of that, that's that's reserved for very special people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, when, when that when that few come up, what's the what's the can you tell us what a go to is for for different situations? You got some go tos? 
Okay, well, that I can. We got a little Tuscan salmon, man. That is always a hit. If you do Tuscan salmon, you got some white wine, you got a little cream sauce, you got some spinach, a little sun-dried tomato. It's things like that that's going to bring out a lot of flavors, and salmon isn't too heavy. You can pair that with some mashed potatoes, a little uh, uh, zucchini spice. <laughs> you can do three courses. Three courses simple if you just want it now. Now, if you want to pull it out, see, that was how we should have phrased this question. All right. If you want to pull it out. You see me, brother. <laughs> you had Tuscan with the white wine and, and the cream sauce. Okay, all right. Hey, 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 no more of them greens, friends. Simple. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I got a, I got a pot I got a pot going right now. Fire. Oh, fire. <laughs> fire. Listen, y'all gonna y'all gonna chill on my greens, man. I'm I'm over here feeling healthy. I'm over here feeling healthy. Listen, I, please don't pull out the I hope that's not your filet with the greens, bro. Listen, I got I got salmon. I got salmon in the fridge I just got yesterday. I'm gonna actually, um, I'm gonna put some white wine with it, and I'm gonna I'm have the greens with it. Listen, uh, uh, hold on, hold, okay. Hold on, chef, chef. We gotta ask you though. Have you ever heard of greens with full baby carrots in it? That's us. Yeah. We just gotta ask you. <laughs> full baby carrots. Yes, we just in your career. We just want to know if you've heard of greens with. No, I have never heard of that. Okay. It has. You ain't heard of every meal ever. So how you gonna hear that? I'm gonna do my Googles and see if I can come up with that one, but uh, you're gonna see one person. You're right. gonna see one person in America with it. It's your boy. It's your boy Fresh over there. And now you heard it. Full baby carrots. Full baby carrots in, in this green. Hey. Got lit up. Got lit up on social media. Something else has to soak up <laughs> all that green juice. Okay. So I don't I don't I don't like eating a lot of potatoes. Okay, so you don't like eating a lot of potatoes. And, and I don't, don't put no meat in my greens either. Okay. Now I got a tried and true green recipe that you don't need none of that and you can soak up all that juice without putting the baby carrots in it. Just get up some diced tricolor peppers, some onions, and then saute that with some garlic. Then once you peel your greens and get them picked apart, saute those too. Get them nice and soaked down. Add the vegetable broth slowly. So now it simmers instead of boiling. I'm getting hungry. You feel me? When you boiling it, you got all of that juice and the moisture. And now you're trying to add the baby carrots to take all that moisture out. If you just add the moisture a little bit at a time and pull it down, now you got some nice flavorful greens with the onions and the peppers. Fresh. Peppers. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch this so I can take notes. But yeah, the peppers Those are what... That's what he did for. Hey, y'all in the comments, yeah. make y'all take some notes, man. Like I thought, it's gonna be yeah, a whole man, lot of we gotta, we gotta start thinking like our grandparents in the garden. They did not just throw the greens. In Hold the on, real quick, uh, Chef Kenny. Uh, Brittany said uh, potatoes don't go in greens. Who raised you? Who raised? <laughs> potatoes do go in greens, Brittany. Green beans, potatoes go in greens, potatoes go in any vegetable where you need a starch where you ain't got enough to make it last. So potatoes is technically what you boil in. in Preach. Preach, Kenny. Tell, tell Brittany she'll know what you're talking about. 
See, that's that's what I'm saying. It's crazy. Like our ancestors, and not even our ancestors, our elders rather, mm-hmm. are the people that were growing up on putting the potatoes in the greens and making sure you got your carbs and was able to do all the work that you needed to do. And the ham hocks had the flavor, but it didn't necessarily have meat. And if we're trying to get away from that, we can get that flavor in other ways. So mm-hmm. now we can leave all of the unhealthy things alone. There's so much more stuff in the garden that we can use to our benefit that will help mm. us our food as opposed to the things that we've been using lately. That's what I'm talking about. Getting away from you know, some generational curses and making sure that we got our food tasting good. Brittany, I hope you was listening to that, you know. Make sure you, you, you take them notes. It's all right to have potatoes and greens. Cool. All right. My bad. I just had to have that moment real quick. Not huge chunks of potato. Now, don't don't get me wrong. We don't get a whole boiled baked potato in the No. 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 You know, just a little onion in there. Yeah. The red peppers and the onions, we good. I'm good on that. I, I, I'm going to try that. We'll, we'll, we'll see if that tastes better for me than the carrots. I'm sure it will. Um, but as far as uh, something, that, if somebody's trying to become a little bit more healthy and they need something, I want to say, quick that they can make every day. You made something for us when we uh, interviewed you not, not too long ago. What what uh, what would be something quick that you would make for somebody that's trying to like turn it around real quick, but they're not used to eating healthy? Uh, best thing I would say um, is juicing or smoothies. I think that that's a good way to get all of your vitamins and nutrients without forcing your body to do a lot of work, because your stomach and intestines has a lot of uh, involuntary muscles that work, whether you want them to or not. So it's what black people call the itis. You mm. eat that it forces your body to work to actually digest that food. So if you're looking to get into a diet, if you're looking to get into something that your body doesn't have to work for but gains the most nutrients, I would say just do a nice juice or a smoothie in a bag. So if you buy some fresh fruit, the day you buy it, just cut it up and put it in the sandwich bags and put it in your freezer. So a few strawberries, some apples, some blueberries, some spinach, a little pineapple, um, Things like that. Maybe a little bit of ginger, depending on your flavor profile, whatever works for you. But put a bunch of those things in a bag and sit it in your freezer. Take it out in the morning and just add a little bit of yogurt and a little bit of almond milk, blend it up, and then you're ready to go. Mm. So I'm glad you asked that. Actually, I have a question for you. Um, How important is education in the food-making business? And did it come first, second, or... Does it make you a better chef when you're educated? Do you like how is that transition of of education in in, in healthy eating or or eating for pleasure? Education comes first. Mm. In all honesty, uh, we can make the plate look good, but uh, it's like making a, a surgeon have a stitch that looks good, but he messed you up on the inside. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want the plate to look good if it's unhealthy and going to damage your body when you eat it. I want to make sure that everything that you're getting is going to service you for what you have to do. That's the difference between just eating a burger for pleasure. A cheeseburger tastes good, but additional value of what it's giving you and the value of what you need it to do. Mm -hmm. There are proteins and enzymes in your body that work differently when performing versus just normal life. So Mm -hmm. that's 
have something like a 2000 calorie diet and we can fluctuate that depending on how much work you have to do. If you have more work like a football player, 2000 calories is not enough. Mm. And now we can feed you the right 4000 calories and get everything done, you know, as opposed to, oh yeah, uh, yeah, I, I have uh, uh, yeah, I have a client that uh, yeah, when they want to bulk up in football, oh my goodness, man, those linemen, like they can get down to maybe a thousand fifteen hundred calories when they're trying to trim up. Damn, they're trying to bulk up. You can't even do fifteen hundred calories. Yeah, you got to be three hundred twenty pounds on the line, man. Like you yeah. got to have that. So you need the difference between turning it down, eating just enough to where you're working out and your body's in a tone and then eating more of the right foods, the right 4,000 calories to make sure that your body bulks up to that good 300, that good 320. So it's very, it's very scientific, huh? You're kind of a scientist too. Yeah, it's very scientific. The, the amount of what you eat and when you eat it is why we call it fuel. That's why Kobe would always ask the players, what fuel are you putting in this? Mm-hmm. That's why he endorsed uh, body armor and things of that nature. They want you drinking and eating things that are to replenish the fuel, not necessarily eat, just to eat. Because flavors are good, and it's my job to enhance the flavors of what you're eating and make sure that it's nutritious so you're getting the fuel, too. Nice, nice. Now, we're talking about fuel, and you mentioned uh, a smoothie um, to basically kind of switch it up and help you get back on the right track when you're trying to be healthy. You made a smoothie for us uh earlier and uh we want to we want to go ahead and introduce everybody to what it was that you uh you made for us so everybody check it out real quick this is the smoothie that chef kenny now or is that something yeah i want to be that's mm-hmm. we actually uh we got the cannabis business going up uh, yeah. all right 
Okay, we back, y'all. We back. <laughs> we trying, y'all. We appreciate y'all rocking with us, man. Uh, we right here with Chef Kenny James, man. Dre, you got any more questions for the chef? I mean, we kind of touched on a lot of them right now, man. Uh, I know we touched on the the smoothie and the drinks right now. Um, I don't want to backtrack, but I do want to get your insight yeah. on what's going on right now in the world. No one that you're from the Bay Area. Yeah. But you in Portland, you know, though, right? What's up in Portland, too, huh? Yeah. So give, give, if you can give us both. If you can give us both. Like I yeah. said, I really like your influence from the Bay, you know, being where Huey Keith and them were from. So yeah. I want to get your input on your thoughts about what's going on right now in America. I feel like in America, it's finally the time where we see in uh, our history books where we were watching pictures of the breaking of the chains of finally the sit-ins were finally the, the the fire hoses and what all of that was worth and and what it finally uh, climaxed to i think that that's where we are right now and we just have to keep pushing it's it's hard to experience should we continue to march after so much marching should we continue to protest should we continue these conversations when in actuality there were times before us where people continued this for years and they're continuing the fight even till now. So they're actually in it as we speak. So we can't give up because they haven't. And I love where we are right now because it's the best time and place to be a, a, a black person in America with the opportunity to be heard. That's fresh. Fresh. I'm trying to, uh, out on my side right now. Is it time um, for them? It's time for them questions, y'all. Uh, yeah, let's let's jump not, into them questions. Like I said, I, it's not time yet. It's not time yet. It's okay. Because <laughs> you gonna have this whole spot blowing up. Just in case you ain't know, uh, Chef, we uh we do a pick your piece segment uh towards the second half of the show every week, and man, it uh it goes crazy. It goes down. He be having my brains like twisting in knots. But real quick, um, obviously. You have your career in uh, in culinary, yeah, but yeah. we understand in 2020 we have to have multiple ways of mm -hmm. being able to bring bread in. Uh, one, definitely, if we're going to support a family, and two, if we're going to uh, do so in a way where we have you know some kind of freedom, some kind of breathing room. Um, is there anything that you get into besides culinary to be able to bring some income in? that uh, we can bestow upon the folks that are in the comment section. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I definitely, I dabble in stocks. I think right now is the best time to get in. Uh, you got a lot of uh, companies are on the lower end of the value that they've ever been in the history when it comes to airlines, uh, casinos, when it comes to online gambling. There are companies that are actually uh, just being started and founded right now. Uh, uh, Urban One on Juneteenth weekend did almost 200% in revenue. Uh, so that went from, uh, yeah, yeah, that was a, a quite an experience. I made a few dollars on that one. I tried to put- now, Nobody knows exactly what Urban One is. So real quick for my people in, in, in the comment section, um, I, I want you to let them know what Urban One is and how they can actually find that ticker to be able to see and view what that stock is doing. 
okay? Uh, the, the best part about Urban One is you already know what it is. You just never knew that you knew what it was. Okay. Urban One is where you watch your unsung. Urban One is where they do a lot of your black entertainment media, uh, your Tom Joyner morning show on the radio. Uh, you have things like that that are syndicated through Urban One as a marketing platform. Okay. They public uh, over the past few years if they were trading towards the lower maybe five to eight dollar range once things like the current climate in america forced people to look into investing in black stocks over the juneteenth weekend it forced it to go from eight dollars to about 36 dollars at one point and uh yeah yeah it was a, a nice jump and if you got in uh, at any point in time during that weekend you made yourself uh, quite a bit of money and I think that stocks is where if you have any extra investment and you have some savings, I would take it out of the bank. I would put it into the stock market with certain things that you already know you love and use and that you know isn't going anywhere. And and I definitely have a lot more tips and, and we can definitely get that. Yeah. Absolutely. Y'all y'all make sure y'all following Chef Kenny James. Um, he's got more game than just culinary, okay? There's a lot of gems that this brother has, and we want to make sure that we're able to share it, especially with our audience, so we can all get a piece of this. If everybody had a piece of Urban One right now, and they bought maybe like 100 shares, man, you'd yes. be sitting good. You'd be sitting real good. So yeah. the main thing that we want to help to influence is the fact that we have some breathing room, some freedom, and not leaning on one particular uh, form of income. But... Uh, without further ado, it is halfway through the show, and I got my main man, D. Scott, a.k.a. Ghost Dad, in the building, and it is time, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, for one of your favorite, favorite sections of the show. This is called Pick Your Peas. Please get your Twitter fingers ready in the comment section and be able to give us your most thoughtful answers. Don't hold nothing back. Bring it. If you want to talk some mess, do that, but by all means, don't be cheating. A lot of y'all be out there cheating. Brittany, we watching you. D. Scott, what we got? All right, so this first one is about 10, 11 uh, oh. uh, questions oh, or, or choices that you can make, actually. Um, this should be pretty easy, though, but I was thinking about a uh, chef, and I was thinking about in cooking, you know what I'm saying? If you're cooking with, with somebody and you want to sit down, for me, I love to have something good to watch while I'm eating. It's my thing. And so I went through and I've been actually working with my kids a little bit and talking about things that they have or have not seen in regards to uh, television and or movies, classics. And so we got a little bit of a uh, flip or click is what I call this. Which one you going to click on and which one you going to flip to uh, between some of the classic movies of our of our of our time. You guys ready for this? Ready. Okay, so it's, it's we, we clicking on and we flipping off, flipping off, clicking on which one we flipping, flipping from and clicking on to. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. The first one, gentlemen, you watching Spawn or you watching Black Panther? Black Panther. Spawn. I would. Uh, I would. I would have to go with Black Panther. I kind of cried on that. Spawn was cool, but it was just a little bit. Spawn was dope. Spawn yeah. Was... Not taking nothing from Spawn, you know, but Black Panther was just like that movie. You know what I mean? The graphics, everything, the music, everything the just kind of. I seen some white girls doing like this. All right, but <laughs> go ahead, chef. What chef say? What you say, chef? I feel like uh, 
I, I feel like the movie it, it represented Oakland very well, and it would be common for me to say, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna choose the Black Panther movie," but I think that Spawn was in a time where we weren't getting roles, mm-hmm. right? Time where we didn't have black superheroes, and I didn't right. see that at all. So it's like Jordan versus Kobe, which you just asked me, and I gotta choose Jordan. I gotta choose the first time mm. a black superhero with a cape that could do anything with some right. chance. Right, right, right. What, if, if Spawn would have came out now, what, what damage would it do? You what? know what I'm saying? Do crazy damage because what white dude took his girl when he died? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was Tony. Yeah. You all right, all right. We got a lot of these. We got a lot of these. We got to move quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a lot of these. So we're going back back in history too. One kind of this is the little this is painful. Roots or color purple? Color purple? Color purple for me too. Cries, yeah. I cry every time. I cry every time. I, I can't. Yeah. I can't really sit through the uh, slavery movies, man. They kind of like boils me a little bit. Uh, but I can do the color purple, man. It has, you know, it has every all the feelings into it. You know what I mean? It gets you, it gets your blood boiling. It gets you happy. It gets you sad again. And yep. Papa getting punched in the eye, man. Oh my goodness! What'd you say, Fresh? So, roots. I mean, I, I'm going with roots. Double. You up, you for roots or Fresh? Roots. <laughs> That's it. Reason? Because your face is all. You have to explain that face. Uh, listen, I don't have the same view of color purple as everybody else has. However, uh, so what's your view of color purple? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> because my understanding in between those two, if we talking the lesser evils, you got to see Harpo's juke joining that. You got yeah. some sort of a progression of black ownership. Whoopi in the end ended up with her own pants business. Like, you got to see that we ended up with some sort of civility within ourselves. And so a woman was able to succeed throughout mm-hmm. a situation, regardless of what she went through. I didn't necessarily feel like Roots put me in a positive space the same way the color purple did. So if I got to choose one or the other, I feel like I would choose that one. So when I'm, whenever I'm watching any of these movies, um, I, I'm not necessarily expecting a good ending, um, and I don't necessarily want to. Like when I was a kid, I didn't really know what I was getting into, but now if I'm watching it, I know that I'm watching it for a particular uh, fueling, and Roots gives me a different kind of fueling than the color purple. So Roots kind of reminds me um, that pieces on the battlefield, we still not done. And we have, you know, folks that went through hell for us to be right here. Obviously, there was hell in color purple as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's what Roots does for me. Sounds good. All right, let's move it on. Me, this is a little, little bit, a little bit. Li- no, we got a lot of questions. We got a lot, bro. We got a lot. Okay. I was trying to pick up the comments a little bit. Oh, oh, comments, go ahead. I'm trying to give a shout out to the comments, man. Brittany said ahead. color purple. Tasha said color purple. Frankie said color purple. Everybody's live with the color purple. All right, here we go. Next one. This is on the lighter. This is a little bit of a, of a comedic relief here. Hollywood Shuffle? Hopefully, y'all know what that is. Hollywood, oh, goodness. Hollywood Shuffle or Don't Be a Menace while drinking juice? <laughs> and the reason that is the same reason that I chose Spawn as opposed to to choosing Black Panther is because I just saw how much in a documentary you seen uh, they gotta have us. Yes. Yeah. Well, you see in that 
how much Robert Townsend spent on that movie yes. and how much he made. So yes. I'm going to watch that every time. Hollywood Shuffle, if you haven't seen it, go. go that is a, a must-see, must-see classic. It's the first time you ever get a chance to see the, the Chappelle show. It was sketch comedy on film. Correct. So, Hollywood Shuffle is a really prime history, and yeah, I'm going with that one. Anything with Robert Townsend is getting my vote. Period. Right. And blank. Yeah. A lot of folks don't get to understand how amazing that man is and how vital he was to the culture. He Absolutely. is the culture. Absolutely. The first people I, I seen on his own special. That you know, black man. Guys, obviously the <laughs> iconic folks. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Agreed. <laughs> All right, now we're going to get scary here real quick. We're going with Candyman or Tales from the Hood? Yeah, I don't really like scary movies, Ooh. you know what I mean? Yeah, but these is classic, these is classic, <laughs> these is classics right here. You I, like, I like Tales classics. from the Hood. Candyman? I don't know, man. That man just looked a little weird to me with that damn hook and the damn beads. Yeah. Shit, I don't really mess with, you know what I mean? But, I but Tales from the Hood... I want to be reminded. I don't, I don't feel like them little nigglets and, and tales from the hood was gonna come after me. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won't mess with me. So I think that's cool with me. Like I, I'd rather watch that one because watching Candyman make you reminded that you can't go in the bathroom. You can't go in the bathroom after watching that. <laughs> but it was scary though. But that's but that was like a true horror film, correct? You know what I mean? Like, have we had, have we had a a a a before Candyman? Did we have a black uh, a monster before? No, and you was kind of rooting for this monster at the same time. Yeah. You was like, all right, man, I'm not going to go in there. I'm not going to cut the lights off. Anybody cut the lights off in the bathroom, he's like, all right, we're playing. We fight. <laughs> we fight on that. <laughs> you put the lights off if you have the candy man. All right. Okay, so did we say, did everybody say, what did y'all say? What'd everybody in the comment section said, Tales from the Hood. Uh, yeah, Brittany said Candyman did the most behind that white woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Tales from the hood for me, absolutely. Okay, because so that, that man spooked. That's funny. All right, so let's move it on a little bit, and we're gonna get a little more sentimental and a home feel. We going with Soul Food. You going with Wait and Exhale? Soul Food. Soul Food was more of a family get together, you know what I mean? The family drama, the family mm -hmm. dynamic. Mm -hmm. And Waiting to Exhale was more of like a a, a, a a chick flick, you know what I mean? Coming down on the brothers. I mean, yeah, we got some bad ones, but not all of us though. You know what I mean? And I just, I feel like a lot of the women picked pick the wrong person. That's what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you picked them, you know what I mean? So, True, but we, yeah. gotta, we, we, get, we have to be okay with the fact that that was the first time for them to be able to tell they 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 story in it they're you know ridiculous i mean not ridiculous but like you know what i mean like if you're gonna be blast if you're gonna be blast blasphemous it was entertaining and, and we got to see the different types of 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 i don't really think i watched that movie it's pretty bad if you watch it today they bash the hell out of men they, they bash hey, good. those bad men is that what it was man they got us good Except for angela angela married somebody and he ended up acting a fool right uh, Angela Bassett. No, no, she she got divorced. She got divorced. But she she married a guy, and then after a while, he started acting a fool. Yeah, he worked out with the white woman yeah. and left her and, and all that. It was bad. It was it was every who every wrote that movie. Uh, yeah, who wrote that? I don't know. Robert Townsend. Uh, somebody. Uh, somebody <laughs> 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 I think I think we got a uh, 
I think we may have a theme between that person. Uh, but uh, it's, for me, it's old food because I never watched Waiting to Exhale. I mm. think when it came out, you know, my mama was still kind of young. and You got to watch it, though. You need to watch it. Why? Hey, we got a couple of people in here talking about waiting to exhale. What Jeff said? What's Jeff said? I know y'all gonna kill me. Replay value. Waiting to exhale. Waiting to exhale. Because hey, I got a big family, so like soul food don't resemble my family. Mm. So like watching something where I already got a big mama. So yeah, okay. Like if, if somebody tried to sleep with my auntie's bed or something like that's not how that movie go go. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, it's not, no. So for me, waiting to exhale gave me more as a male the insight to what a woman is thinking and feeling that I could have never got. Right. It was like watching it and going, dang, that dude is scamming. Or, right, right. I am getting to see what it's like if you offer somebody something or, or and watching her burn that car up. I had never yeah. seen that in yeah. my life. Like she yeah, that, the shit. that hurt was, that hurt was deep. That hurt was real. Yeah. Like, she, hey, she burnt all his stuff up. So no, watching that over and over again back in the day was pretty real. I, I mean, if you, if you leave your wife like that, you know, hey, she deserved to burn up his stuff. Yeah, but What's that's, up? It's like she she took out her form of vengeance on some real like okay I see you like she looked good doing it too Woo. yeah she did you gotta watch yes, it though Fresh you gotta watch it man you gotta watch what they sell bro you gotta watch it all right moving on moving on let's go get Jason's lyric or poetic justice oh my god I'm watching both of them after <laughs> <laughs> one end the next one coming I can't pick between those you gotta pick player you gotta pick it's the first one where both of them bro like man. You got, you got to. Come on, you got it. Jason's lyric. Jason's lyric. Jason's lyric. Because Jason's lyric showed you that uh, somebody of your DNA and, and can have such a close bond with you mm. may not genetically have the same ingenuity and smarts mm. you have, and that can limit you from growth. Mm-hmm. And I learned that. If you want to do something and you want to be somebody, it may not be the next person to you so close that it's your brother. That may not be their dream. Mm-hmm. You want to go after your dream and you want to do what you got to do, then you really got to focus up. He wanted the woman. He knew how he was. And he knew the environment wasn't necessarily of his ilk. Right. But he was willing to do what he had to do to show that I am poetic in this situation versus Pac just kind of doing a job. You know what I mean? Yeah. What happened throughout that job? This was just a story of I was going from here to there and this is what happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that Jason's lyric was a real story. You, you, you know what's crazy about Jason's lyric too is is like it's amazing how people can have different dispositions in the same house. Yeah. But 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 deal with tragedy totally different and how one can propel themselves because of it and the other person it can it can enable them. Or, or disable them, you know what I mean, from being able to operate. Uh, and it just shows you how fragile the, the, the human spirit is, man. Definitely. Very interesting. Did you pick uh, one fresh? Uh, well, quick shout-out to Valerie Brown Jackson, a.k.a. Shirley in the building. That's my that's my family in Chicago. Family. Uh, uh, thank yeah. you so much for tuning in. Um, for me, it's definitely going to be Jason's Lyric because I've never seen it before. What? You, what? That's like me talking about the, the, the shepherd. 
sir, 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 so, yeah. real quick, real quick backstory. Uh, we got to remember when that when that movie came out, right? So at when that movie came out, there was somebody, somebody. still buying the tickets for me, mm. and they wasn't letting me go to see that movie. And you know, years just kind of passed, and a whole bunch of other movies came out, and I never actually got a but chance. But it's been on TV. It's been on TV though, fresh like a couple times. The last like, <laughs> decade. I mean, you buy your own ticket, yourself, man. I don't really be watching TV. <laughs> I'm sure. So that's two. So that's two for him. You got to watch. That's two now. God, Wait, no. gotta, I'm not watching Way Next Hell. You are. You are absolutely watching Way Next Hell because you, you sir, need to watch that every day on Twitter. We gonna go live and we gonna comment while you watch the while you watch Way Next Hell. We gonna do it live. You got to watch that stuff. Oh. Your natural reaction to wait to exhale for real. I'm pretty for sure real. I seen some parts. Like there was a part where that where that woman was uh underneath old boy who was drunk outside, right? And she was yeah, kind of. You you can mix some parts up. You mix some parts up. But right. you got all right. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right, it gets worse. <laughs> Best man or the wood? I'm going with the wood. Best man is good. Best man. The is best man good, is though. good. The best man is really good, man. He got the same character, so I'm winning on both sides. I will tell you my mind real quick. Best Man was the first time I felt like I watched a movie that was really, really, really good, and it had I I felt like it had everything to do with black, but nothing to do with black. If that makes sense. Like it was just a good movie, and it wasn't necessarily surrounded in in color. Yes, if that it makes was sense. A story about a, a situation that could have had any race in it. And it, yes, and I, and I valued I valued that because it was like it was just a good ass. Story, you know what I mean? Yeah, the wood couldn't have white people in it. Absolutely not. But <laughs> the wood, I definitely, I definitely associate with the wood because that was yeah. when I grew up. So every that put, took me right back home in the Bay. You know what the I mean? The wood the version of the wood, the Sandlot. Ooh, Sandlot's dope too. <laughs> Sandlot is dope. Or, or Stand by Me. Stand by Me. There you go. There you go. That, Stand by Me would be close. Some sort of element of danger. Mm -hmm. So what y'all picking? Best man or wood? I would. Everybody say I look like the main character. In what? You do. Hey, hey, the man from North Carolina. You do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when the movie Fresh came out, they was like, yeah. Hey, I don't know if that's cool, though, because that man's hairline was way back fresh. His hairline was way back. We're open the blood. Hey, 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 fresh, was that you in the movie? All right, just put it like this. We being hey. a Spider-Man meme together, like, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move through this. Let's move through this. We got a couple. We got a couple more. We just move through this. Loving basketball or brown sugar? Mm. I'm gonna go with loving basketball because if they both came on at the same time, I'm gonna watch loving basketball. Okay, loving basketball. Fresh, if you say you ain't seen one of these, neither one of these two, we're going to hang up on you, bro. If you say you ain't seen neither one of these two, we're going to have a problem, sir. Which one is loving basketball again? Ah! I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Well, I look like anybody in that one, too. <laughs> I'm definitely going with loving basketball. I felt like. The fact that you got to watch them from childhood, you felt like you was kind of watching like more than one movie, you know? Yeah. And I think the very first time you see it, 
you know that they are supposed to, you know, work out. So watching them not work out, almost work out, not work out, and then work out, it's like, why are you playing with me? You know, right. up and down, but, you know, it's a Play beautiful you for your heart. Even when you watch it over and over again or the second time and you know the outcome, you still kind of living through it like, why don't y'all just get together? Right, 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 right. Stop tripping. Yeah, stop tripping. What about you, Chef? Um, I would say loving basketball because uh, first off, my girl Brandy looked like Chanel Lathan. So that, that's a cool thing for me. And second, She in both, though. She in both. Oh, no, but in this one, that's why I'm about to go to this one. The addition <laughs> is that she's a boss in mm loving basketball and my girl is a boss and I love seeing that this is the first time a woman is going I can't be with you because I got stuff to do gotcha. places to be I gotta be at practice I gotta search for my dreams so I like it when when she come home with a new dream or a new idea or something like that so for me I like loving basketball because it showed the transition of the WNBA is respected mm. the way it's respected now and that was mm. I, I agree with that, and I like the fact that he he played daddy role well. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it, it wasn't a bad position; it wasn't a p- position of weakness. He 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 absorbed his role as as a supporting, you know, uh, partner uh, exactly. in raising the children too, which I thought was dope. So I agree with that. That's dope. Real quick in the comments, y'all. Um, Brittany says love and basketball was low key trifling. How? Exactly. Uh, she says Second one that says he put potatoes in there. Was in there sleep. <laughs> him to play for his heart. Um, and I'm like, so <laughs> that was that was his woman. That fiance woman wasn't really his woman. His yeah, woman that, that, he was playing basketball with. We knew that was his woman. The right. Whole time. The that energy they had in the hospital. Huh? I mean, I said that energy they had in the hospital, especially when uh, Tyra Banks walked in, it didn't feel the same. Right. Like, just by watching a movie, you knew when Samaritan was in there, you knew that he was just strong. That's, that's your woman. And it that's wasn't as woman. strong as his. Right. Right. Here we right. go. We got to keep moving. We got to keep moving. We got to keep moving. All right. Training day or deep cover? Hopefully, y'all know deep cover. Training day. Training day? Because training day was when, hey, because training day was the first time I got to dislike Denzel but be happy about it. Mm. Every other time, Denzel has been our hero. He didn't cape for us since glory. You know what I mean? He didn't cry and took <laughs> You know, the devil in the blue dress. This True. was the time where you was like, Denzel about to get it. It is nothing we yeah. can stop it. Like, <laughs> wait, though. Wait, 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 wait. I, I got to correct you, though. Have you ever seen uh, Soldier Story? Yeah but, yeah. but that's not where he was. He was. Trifling. Oh, you true. You true. You true. 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 Like, when he got it at the end, nobody felt sorry. Right. Right. You right. You right. Oh, you gotta go, bro. Sorry. So, yeah. Training day was was when I got my first. Uh, like, uh, if you ever heard that song, Mona Lisa. Mm-hmm. When you got training yeah. day. Where my only my issue with training day though, if I y'all don't mind, real quick, I'm sorry. My only issue with training day, I felt like it was disrespectful to him though, because what? he did because he did it in Malcolm X. You know what I mean? Like, there's roles he played that I think should get better um, accolades accolades than training day. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, outside looking in, they want to see a black man in that role. But, like, he killed Malcolm X, yo. You know what I mean? Like, Did you you see that? 
feel Malcolm X. Like, like the environment that, like, that's Malcolm X spoke to us as a story and a thing. So it left us with something. Training day is something that everybody could talk about across the board, rich, poor, anything. Because you had someone who was actually under him for the first time that was of a different race. And then he's taking him into an underworld where he's a cop, but he's also showing him spaces that you would never get to see. Right. You know what I mean? Like that level of, of depth you couldn't show in Malcolm X because we didn't have any real connection to his story. But training, mm-hmm. you know a cop like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> All Everybody, that's crazy. Right. Snoop, when, when Snoop got ran down on, everybody right. didn't get ran down on before or know somebody where it's like, you got that cop in your neighborhood, you just don't mess with. Right, right. Like It's direct connection to training day, you know? Okay. Well, anybody else? What you got? What'd you say, Fresh? I'm going to go actually with Deep Cover. Deep cover, um, cover was dope. Deep cover is more nostalgic for me. Um, again, like like you like you mentioned earlier about um, Training Day. Obviously, he did he did a great job, but you feel like Hurricane, Malcolm X, all all those things. It was you know, not not only was he phenomenal in those, but he had the opportunity uh, to play a an amazing story. Not that Training Day wasn't, but there's a difference between a story that we know about and an iconic story that we've heard of right. that we couldn't even attain if we tried, you right. know? Exploitation too, right? Yeah, so, um, uh, I mean, like, he he did Malcolm so good. I don't know if y'all saw it recently, but it went viral. This white dude got a tattoo. He said, you know, oh, yeah. I got this Malcolm X tattoo on my forearm. He got Malcolm X on his forearm. You know what it was? Denzel. Goddamn Denzel Washington. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 is so poetic though. That is so poetic though. If you really think about it, yeah. I used to pop up with the Will Smith Ali tattoo, and we in there, <laughs> right? Ah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, real quick. We got a couple more. We got a couple more. Sorry, guys. Good. Dead presidents or paid and fools? Ooh, I'm gonna go with dead presidents, man. I just like the, I like the whole energy with the movie. I love paid and fool too, but like I said again, if both of them came on, I'm going with dead presidents. I just like the energy. I like. I, I'm a big fan of Lorenzo Tate, man, and I love the character he played. I like that Chris Tucker was in there. I mean, I love. I love the whole. I love everybody that was in it. You know hey, Chris I mean? played a role. Chris played a good role in that movie, though. He did. He Low did. Key. So I'm just like, I, I like that president. Like I said, I love the action in it. And like I said, for that one, I, I'm going with with that one. Tasha, I'm a round boy. Paid in full. Say what? Tasha everybody eat me. Everybody eat. Which I, but it's quite over there with Fresh and Chef. What's up? Uh, man, like, I got a personal connection with Peyton Fool. <laughs> I just leave it at that. Peyton Fool is definitely, uh, it was school for me. I learned a lot from that movie, applied a lot from that movie, and life is good. So, Peyton Fool. <laughs> Fresh? Uh, without a doubt, it's absolutely dead presidents. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we could just go off soundtrack alone. Yeah. And. How'd you bring the soundtrack? That hey, that was not a part of the discussion. <laughs> <laughs> we asked about the mute, the score. We asked about the, the score movie. part of the movie. <laughs> uh, but if, if we just going off of just what we see, there were so many iconic moments in in there. Yeah. That don't forget. I think 
him coming home and having to deal with that transition of figuring out that his lady had to, you know, get some help while he was gone. That nigga cut folks, You know, that was helping was low-key punking him, and he had to figure out what to do about that. When Hey, when that yep. man punched him down the stairs, fam, <laughs> I was brewing. No. I was brewing. When her sisters, came, when he came home and her, her sister said, welcome home, woo, she had that fro. Hey, the, hey she was ready. She was ready. Whoa. I fell in love, I ain't gonna lie. Hey. I fell in love. <laughs> all right, we gotta get, all right, hey, come but, on, we got two, we got two more. Okay. Right. But that, 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 that movie was so a part of history, how when our men, when, when our, when our, when our True. grandparents went, went to, went to war and came back and had to deal with that. You know what I mean? So it speaks, it speaks a lot to what's going on right now. It does. You know? You're right so, about that. We haven't had a lot of those. Five Bloods by Spike Lee on that. Saw it. Saw it three yeah. twice already. Man, watch the five. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Five Bloods. Same thing. Watch the Five Bloods. Then watch Dead President. Yeah. Yeah. It was cold. We need a couple more of those. Spike Lee, shouts out to that one. That was a good one. All right. Two more real quick. Uh, these are a little. Uh, this next one. Bad Boys or Rush Hour? Mm. Bad Boys. Bad Boys? Bad Boys, because it has two of the icons in it as opposed to one. It does. It does. You had two people who had to respect their, their craft out of each other's spaces. So Martin and Will knew who each other was, but they didn't come up in the same space in Hollywood. So to bring those powerhouses together would seem like they're two black people. That should work. One is a rapper from Philly. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, that's not necessarily going to mesh with somebody from New York who is an actor who's been around since Do the Right Thing and things like that. Martin isn't necessarily the same person as Will, so to watch them team up and make it all the way to Bad Boys for Life, and yeah, we ain't got four Rush Hour. So. Okay, well, you know what I should have said? I should have said Rush Hour against 48 Hours because that's pretty much very similar. Yeah, okay. That's uh, that, that. I should have thought about that. Um, anybody else fresh? Uh, I'm gonna definitely say Bad Boys, but if I had to go Rush Hour or 48 Hours, I'm gonna go 48 Hours. 48 Hours, the legend. What about you, Drake? I'm going Bad Boys. Bad Boys. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, last one. Juice or Above the Rim? Mm. I fucked that. What they did to that boy Flip? <laughs> <laughs> Booms. Would they play Booms? Would they play was like Booms? Whatever. <laughs> I love both of those movies, man. I just. If, if Everybody talking about both of them. We can't be doing both of them. <laughs> These are hard to, to change from. I mean, I'm going to go back and forth. Like I said, this is going to be like the other one. I'm going to I'm give it to the next one. I'm going to give it to, well, Tupac was in both. Damn it. He was in both. I was about he, to say. Yeah. Yeah. See, He's you, the main character in both. <laughs> I say, uh, if this, I would say above the rim. Because above the rim taught you lessons in the time that you needed to learn them. You know, mm-hmm. just something that's real East Coast driven. So if you didn't grow up in that certain kind of environment where uh, your clique was like that and, and turntablism and things like that, if hip-hop wasn't where you were centrally from, then you really didn't get it. But basketball, learning how to split your fingertips and pop your wrist and all of those things is something that that Shep taught everybody as a kid. You know, everybody wanted to be a Hoya, and then you end up with Allen Iverson to follow. So definitely a butter rim. Me, I'm gonna go with uh, Juice. I feel like, um, as much as the some of the intricacies some folks may not get, I feel like, 
when I mean basically it's like like this this overcoming bully story almost you know actually it is and I feel like that moment like you notice at the beginning when Pac was in trouble they came to help him out and then after they had to endure him for so long that opportunity came around again and they thought twice and doubled back and didn't help him out you know I thought that was very telling. And I feel like a lot of people have had to go through those particular choices. Like, do I help somebody that doesn't want to help themselves, you know, and, and what it could look like if they don't, you know? So, and, and then furthermore, it speaks to just the gauntlet or labyrinth that you have to go as a black man. Not, not only do you have to do these outside forces that are against you, but even inside of your own crew you have these constant battles that could you know basically take you off your square or take you out and it's it's like a a, a mental minefield that you have to get through so definitely juice that's a very good point very good point fresh dre anything um i'm, going with, a, I'm going with a butter rim i'm gonna say both can i say both of you yeah uh, both right. okay so all right, so so we going okay, so technically that was question one, to be honest with you guys. That was just question one. All the oh I started getting into it and I was going it. We're gonna make these other two real quick. This is quick, Chef. Uh which could you not live without and which could you never use again and you be straight? Okay. Oven, stove, microwave. Microwave. I could which one? I could never use the microwave again. I ain't cooking. I could use straight without the stove. Stove, stove and microwave, fresh. Oh, microwave out. I, mm -hmm. I use one of them little, you know, toaster ovens, toaster yeah. ovens. Mm -hmm. Put them on the on the counter. I don't use no microwave. Yeah, I'm piggybacking. Wait, wait, wait. What, what, what can you? Uh, uh, what could you not live without though? The stove or the oven? Oh. Well, you know, I gotta make my green. <laughs> <laughs> Them don't go in the oven. So you know, you know. With the carrot. All right. So we got the stove, stove and microwave. Is that a, is that uh unanimous, Dre? Yeah. Okay. Last question, guys. Uh, this is the go without four. One month, three months, six months, or a year. Year. Oh, shit. Here's the four: fruit, vegetables, vitamins, natural herbs, and spices. This is what can you go out to go without for one month? Go out, go without for three months, go without for six months, go without for a year. We got fruit, vegetables, vitamins, natural herbs, and spices. Chef, let's start with you since you are the science man. Need to see how this brain works and it educates one us. Month, one month vitamins, easily. One month vitamins because the reason you're eating is because you need your vitamins and your nutrients. And I would not want you to go without that uh, for as long as you could. So that's the shortest amount of time. Second thing, I would say herbs because I don't want to go too long without the food tasting good. Herbs so, and spices? Okay. Third thing I would put is I would put vegetables next because vegetables don't have as many sugars as fruits. So if I want to keep you healthy and introduce all of that back into your body, I could go the longest without fruit because it has sugar. It has a bunch of things that taste good. Yeah, but sometimes it wouldn't really be good for you depending on if you're a diabetic or not. So Okay, I'll, so you got... You got vitamins one month, three months natural herbs and spices, vegetables for six months, and one year without any fruit. Okay, fresh. 
I mean, I'm not going to go against the chef. Got to go with the chef, what chef says, right? Chef rules. Exactly. Brittany, Brittany says she goes one month without natural herbs and spices, three months without vitamins, six months without fruit, and a year without vegetables. Uh, Tasha says one month without fruit, three months without vegetables, six months without vitamins, and a year without herbs, herbs and spices. See, I, I'm, I'm leaning more towards, I mean, I know you can't go with the chef, but I'm leaning more towards what Tasha said. You know, I, 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 I'm... I'm that was those are my predictions. Herbs and spices, bro. No I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm good with just doing it plain. Like, I'm, I mean, how you gonna I, eat some greens without herbs and spices? I mean, I'm just eating rice and chicken. I ain't eating no, uh, <laughs> no greens. Yeah, eat no greens. Yeah. I, I, I um, tell you to go eat some chicken. Right. Right. And see what happens. And come back to me with that rice and that chicken. <laughs> So I'm going I'm going one month without herbs and spices because I need to have that three months uh without uh, ooh, I don't do none of this other stuff. Uh <laughs> that's why I'm fed now. Let's see, vegetables, fruits, uh three months without ooh, vegetables. <laughs> I eat more vegetables than fruits. Uh, six months without fruit, vitamins be the last thing because we need to take those shits. So that's Ooh, well, it's all backwards. I need to get back on the chef's tomorrow. All right, gentlemen, thank you for that. That was the uh, that was our uh, that was the questions for the, the today. I'm done. We're done. Thank you, chef, for for uh, allowing us to tap into your brain with those uh, and sharing with some good insight, man. Those are really actually really really insightful. Some of the aspects yeah. I didn't think about. And uh, Fresh has some homework because he don't know half the his I didn't his, see waiting to his exhale. Here. <laughs> like, what was the other movie? Oh, Jason's lyric. You know that was that was it. That was it. You know, waiting to exhale. You know, y'all y'all have to strap. What's the other one? The, the shuffle. What's the shuffle one called again? Hollywood Shuffle. Oh man, Hollywood Shuffle. You watch that. You know which one? You know what my favorite of all times is though. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. It's Boomerang. Mm. I love so, yeah. Boomerang, Boomerang. Boomerang hit all the points that you said. Like it was a movie where he just wrote it, and he just so happened to have a cast. Yeah, mm. particular race this week just happened to be black. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Brilliant. Thank, Brilliant. Thank you so much, Chef, for being here, man. Again, ladies and gentlemen, this was our first bridge episode. Again, we are highlighting individuals that are creating a path outside of athletics and entertainment to show our youth that there is another way where they can create income, wealth, and be able to take care of their family without going down the normal paths that we always aspire to as a community. So thank you so much to Chef Kenny James. Where can they follow you at if they need to check you out? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Chef Kenny James. Uh, you can find me at K James Cuisine on Facebook. Uh, feel free to ask any stock questions, food questions, and I'm gonna be going live. Uh, doing chef tutorials about greens without carrots and <laughs> thanks again man that was dope absolutely you will come back on with us again too yeah yeah i was actually hoping man let's see if we can start talking some stocks start talking some health recipes yes hey let's let's do it whatever i'm gonna get on those stocks man i got some uh some money i pulled over but i haven't used them yet they just sitting there so oh, i don't know which one to pick yeah yeah let's talk it man it's, it's not doing you no good just sitting there so let's figure yeah. out long term 
We can start doing some fractional shares, whatever you think is best for you. We can figure it out. Yeah, appreciate that. Absolutely. Let's get it in, y'all. Um, we're going to make sure to kick some game. Make sure y'all download Robin Hood so the next time that Chef is on, y'all be able to jump on something. And, and don't make the mistake that I made. Get yourself the premium account, which is $5 a month. That way you can place your trades right away. Um, and real quick, a very important nugget that we want to make sure that everybody understands. Uh, June 23rd, Kentucky, Mississippi, New York, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia, it will be uh, your chance to get involved in, in the vote. So you want to make sure that you are in getting out there or handling your mail-in ballots by June 23rd. Uh, of course, here um, in Arizona, they, are, they will have free COVID testing June 27th at Desert West Park and Sports Complex from 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. So June 27th, free COVID testing at Desert West Park and Sports Complex from 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. Just want to make sure y'all understand that we got some things going on and want to make sure to get involved. But don't forget, of course, each and every week, we're right back here on Facebook Live, 6.30-ish with the Mentor Podcast. Signing off, my man Say Something Dre, of course, the one and only D. Scott, and our guest of honor, Chef Kenny James. And I am your host, Freshmaker. We'll see y'all again next week. Peace. Have to fix that screen, man. Is that a, you got an Android computer or something? Yeah, nah, it's an Apple too. I don't know what's going on. It's horrible, boy. Hey, you was ghost, hey, you ghost at the whole show. God, dog. Oh, you're killing me. You know what I'm saying?